This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com, where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can find your collection. Nope, you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos, all the tools you need to feed your beard. Not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? From your own face, typically. Now, you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well, but if you are a person who has great facial hair, Detroit Beer Collective is the one to help you out. I'll tell you what, I may not be able to grow facial hair, but I sure as hell can appreciate it. That's right. And you know what I can do? What? Spend money. That's right. You go on DetroitBeerCollective.com. If you spend $25 or more, you can use the offer code MCGAMING and get 20% off your order. That's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Uh, well, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. That's, That's okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Legend of Retro Podcast. My name is Xander. This is Chops. Hi, Chops. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Xander? I'm well. I've got some sad news for you, though. No, you don't. I do. If you if you don't say it, it's not sad. It's a little bit. No. I've got uh, some great news. Okay, yeah. I want to hear your great news. The season's over. That's not great. You're a liar. I told you it was You're sad news, no, and no, no, you no, challenged no. me. Uh, uh, you, you just folded. <laughs> you I did. folded so easily. I, well, <laughs> you give it to peer pressure easily, don't you? You were so passionate, though. Listen, listen. I don't want it. I don't want it to be over. Okay. Well, All we right. can do another season. 40 more episodes for season one. Uh, that's so much. Two more we episodes holidays for coming up. season one. Two more. Yeah, that's fair. That's we can do We can do two more. Yeah, I, I think but we can do two But they're going to be special episodes. How special? Special, like, we'll talk about it later, really. Okay. We don't want to throw it all out right away. So we're going to tease this episode a little bit. We're yeah. going to start with, you know... We're going to tease, give you guys an update on what's coming next in yep. this season, even though this is the end. Maybe what next year might look like. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, so this is our Arcade Edition special season finale. Yes. So the Legend of Retro season finale, Arcade Edition. I'm just going to repeat everything you say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. We went to... We went to Pinball Peace. Pinball Peace. In Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor. And my name is Matt. And my name is Matt. And I smell really bad. And I smell really bad. Perfect. You <laughs> fell right into my trap. You fell right into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went to Pinball Pete's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's been we there for Pinball 30... Pinball Pete's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's been... <laughs> it's been there for 30 years. 30? Yeah, it's a 30-year... So uh... they opened in 1986... I don't know math. But so sure. I, it's easy for me. Okay, I don't know math. I was born in 85. I know words. 31. So I was born in 87. Away. So you couldn't just add add to the... Uh, well, I don't know what that is, though. Okay. What, what is 87? Um, a number? Okay. In the high 80s? All right. Well, that gets me a little bit 
feels a little bit better about my yeah. life. But anyways, Pinball Pete's been there for a while. It's an arcade in the underground, essentially. It is underground. In Ann Arbor, Michigan. There's also a location in East Lansing. There's only Don't believe two it. Never been there. locations in Michigan. This one is about 10,000 square feet. The other one's about 2,000 square feet, so it's a little bit tinier. But So the Ann Arbor is the bigger one? It is, yes. That's good. So this is an establishment for... Arcade games, yeah. retro arcade games, and crap tons of pinball machines. So that's the name. Lots of pinball machines. There's skee ball. There is the air hockey. There's and if your name tables. is not Pete, you're not allowed in. It's true. Everybody has to legally change their name Pete before entering. So they have a notary and they have a judge at the door. It's true. And you have to get all your paperwork filed. But then when you leave, it's like a temporary name yeah. changing. So you don't necessarily file it right away, but it's like a uh, a title mm-hmm. that you're given when you enter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can oh, still right. refer to your friends as their regular name, yeah. so it doesn't get confused. As long as you use air quotes. Right. You have to actually air quote every time you mm-hmm. say it. None of this is true. It's 100% true. Okay. It happened to me. Fair enough. I have the paperwork to prove it. All right. But Post I it on did Facebook. not bring it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, just make it's... sure it's by the time this episode airs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, you uh, can just do that. To, uh, totally. Get it on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. So while we were at Pinball Pete's, we played a bunch of games. And we, did. we had a bunch of people. We did. We invited some of our fans, some of the rest of the uh, Motor City Gaming crew out mm-hmm. there. So we had in attendance Grimlock, the Dino Nine. Yeah. We had Jazzy Fiddle. We were lucky, really, because there was the Resident Evil VR event in Ann Arbor that day, and they went for that and just happened to grace us right. with their presence. Yes. Yeah. We just happened to be part of that schedule of, oh, we're on our way home, and this is there. We'll just stop and hang out yeah. for a little bit. Because they're busy, they were, guys. They were really you know? pretentious about they're it. They really busy. I mean, you can say that. They're yeah. my friends, so, yeah. I mean, there are, you know, jerks, but it's right. okay. Uh, we had a past guest of the Back in the Day Bit by 8-Bit mm-hmm. podcast. I was the there. the original yep. Letro, uh, Legend of Retro podcast in the beginning. Friend of the show, Retro Mike. Yeah. That's was when, Retro Mike on one of the old, the old Legend of Retros? I don't remember that. I think he was on... Maybe he wasn't. I think I feel like he. Was I know on he was. He was definitely on on old BX8B, but I don't remember if he was ever on Legend I, of Retro. I, I feel like he was when Legend of Retro was like part of. Oh yeah. You know when the Retro Relapse is part of. Gotcha. It. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. So not to discredit Retro Mike, he's a great no, dude. No, Retro Mike is a wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. and a longtime retro fan. And he has some of my old video games. He does. Yep. That's where your relationship began. Yeah. On this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we had that uh, retro mic there, and then we had a few friends of the show, Tony, mm-hmm. who uh, is an avid GameZilla podcast listener. Mm-hmm. We had Button Masher Very Caleb. Very active on, uh, on the Facebook feeds. Yes, yes. Happy to have that. We had Button Masher Caleb there. Yep. Making Maybe the you've journey. heard of him. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you've heard Friend of the show, Button Masher Caleb. jerk sometimes, too. And we also had your lovely wife, Sarah. Yes. Who I don't want to say is a friend of the show. Uh, is she I or mean, is she like a guilty by association friend of the show? Yeah, I think so, probably. I mean, she listens. So. She does. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And she, I mean, she's been she's on. She's not like forced to listen. No. Oh, okay. No, she has done it on her own accord. Okay, good. Yeah, good. And she's, I think she's one of the only people who sent in a question every single week so far. If you want to call them questions, are you saying they're not? I, I mean, how dare you? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a lot of friends, a lot of cool people come out, and it was a good, good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot one more friend. The Ricksteriest of them Ooh. all. Mr. Inkster Rick. Rickster Inc. Five Mile Rick, or as we like to call Inkster Rick, or I like to say Rinkster Inc. as well. Yeah? 
Yeah, I, I thought that, I, I thought I'd made that up. No, I say that online nice. a lot. Nice, Rigster Inc. So, yeah, I think that was it, right? I think so. We've got uh, we interviewed all of them while we were there uh, as we were wrapping up the night. Uh, we talked to everybody about what they played, what they had fun doing, if they had any memories and stuff like that, and we'll kind of pepper or salt those in throughout the podcast for your listening pleasure. I prefer salt. Okay, we'll salt them in uh, throughout the podcast. You can kind of get a heads up on what everybody else was playing, so it's not just the two of us back and forth all day. Yeah. So what was your favorite game that you played all night? So uh, it's a big arcade. It's got a lot of choices. I guess the most unique experience I had was one with you. Yeah. And that was when we played Quiz and Dragons. Quiz and Dragons. And by unique, it doesn't necessarily mean fun. Because the game had its moments. It's it's definitely, like, and, I, and I, I've gone on and read reviews of this game uh, in preparation of this episode. Um, and not a lot of people love this game quite the way that I do. It's, it's like a, it's a. It's almost like a sports video game manufacturer was like, you know, let's broaden our demographic. Mm. Let's come up with a really unique Dungeons and Dragons style game yep. for all those fans that we're not reaching out to with our football or our baseball well, you know who, who, or our other games. Who developed the game, right? Who? Capcom. Oh, they messed up big time. Because, <laughs> well, no, that makes a lot of sense because the Japanese, are, I feel like, are are strangely obsessed with baseball. Mm-hmm. And this, so the the premise of this, do you want to describe it or do you want me to, to go ahead? I mean, if you want to give it a shot, I've got notes over here, but I'd oh, love okay. to Oh, okay, I want to give it a shot. What... So the premise of this game is basically take your Dungeons & Dragons table that you play with your friends, uh-huh. involving dice rolling and characters that you create, which you don't really create in this game. They're you there. choose from a preset. But, and you're going through a quest of just slaying monsters, mm-hmm. uh, going through the land and freeing people maybe, just kind of protecting the world. But you do it in the vein of a trivia game. Yes. And it is based on like pop culture, music, movies, sports, history style questions. And to defeat monsters, you answer questions. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily wield a staff or an, and damage based on the type of staff right. or magic casting, which there is magic casting, but not, not specifically targeting damage. But you kill monsters by answering correct trivia questions. Mm-hmm. Is that a good... More or less, yeah. Okay. It's almost like the uh, the bridge scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, where, you know, the, what's in your favorite In order to color? pass, you have to answer these questions, but they're not, like, personal questions. It's mostly, I mean, it's it's from 1992, so let's just right. say that. So that kind of adds to the difficulty of asking you all these trivia questions from that era and, you know, well, in, in previous. It, there's some old stuff in there's there. There's a lot of old stuff in there because, like I had started earlier, there's a lot of sports questions. Yep. Like, too many to where, like, the people who would play this game mm-hmm. wouldn't know these sports questions. Right. And and it, it's almost frighteningly, like, too much. A lot of sports. I, I couldn't handle it. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and at that point, it's a guessing game. And like, <laughs> really, the, it's a whole, the whole thing's a uh, guessing game. Oh, uh, I get it. It is a guessing game. Yeah. And a lot of the European history. A lot of European history questions. Yeah, some some decent decent amount of history class questions. Yeah. But I feel like it was varied enough to, uh, you know, not necessarily cater to one uh, group or the other. I guess so. But it, it was interesting. You got to play as a Amazon, a yep. ninja, which yep. was a real odd placement in there. So they all have names, a actually. A wizard. Which oh, a lot of people oh, didn't here, realize. You, you describe it, then. So you have the wizard, mm-hmm. Roajin, who allows... Uh, so his every every character has a special attack, okay, or, yeah. or basically ability. But you don't actually get to use them, choose when to use them, right? 
No, it all kind of pops up randomly. So uh, the wizard, Roajin, or R-O-A-J-I-N, I'm assuming is Roajin. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Sure. Uh, allows players to change categories. So you go to start a, to fight a monster, and it just like says, hey, all the questions will be this category. And okay. then you don't have to worry about running into those pesky sports problems. That works. There's the fighter. His name is Calcor, uh, who recovers health faster. So if you, like, throughout the, you're not just fighting monsters occasionally, you fight an innkeeper. Except you're not really fighting an innkeeper, you're just paying for your room by answering trivia mm-hmm. questions. And you get help, more health for, uh, if you were Calcor. Then you have the Amazon, whose name was Lagnel, R- or L-A-G-N-E-L. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, and she uh, is the Amazon. She cuts multiple choice down to 50-50. So yep. instead of having four choices, you're down to two. Uh, and then last but not least is the Ninja Shin, uh, who deals double damage sometimes. So if a monster... That rarely happens. Yeah. Um, rarely. So if you're fighting a monster that had four health, you could kill him in two strikes if you got lucky. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. The, I saw the wizard one happen a lot and the Amazon one happened. Yeah. And I didn't play as the... No one plays as Calcor. The, yeah, I didn't play as him. Yeah. He just seems useless. You know, there is a story to this game. Oh, God. And I'm sure you know what that is. I, I have it right mm. here. Hit me hit me with that juicy story. The far-off land of Capconia lived in peace and prosperity for years, thanks in part to the knowledge tree, a tree in which the holder of the tree's seeds are granted infinite knowledge of the world around them. However, an evil being known as Gordian has taken a seed of the tree and has planted a knowledge tree of his own. Gordian has given some of the seeds to some of the dragons in the land of now. Wait, the land, and now, which unfortunate souls who cannot answer any of the dragon's questions correctly will be eaten by them. The king then decides to send out our four brave warriors entrusted with the knowledge of the land out to stop Gordian and end his tyranny once and for all. I didn't listen to anything you said. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there's a dragon named Gordian who stole the seeds of the Tree of Knowledge and gave them to other dragons, and then they're like saying, hey, if you can't answer these questions, we gonna eat you. Oh, okay. And then the king um, then sends out the brave warriors to stop them. So how many levels are there? I believe there are eight. It's been I, it. Yeah, we got through like four or five. Yeah, no, we 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 just quit out like two levels before it was over. Shit! Why didn't you tell me that? I thought you could see the map. I didn't know. Yeah, thanks a lot. I would have stuck with it. So my bachelor party, we actually came and we finished this game. And what happens? Uh, so. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should be prepared for something. The king, okay. is extremely pleased with you. Oh, and he says, Ooh. "I will honor you. I will honor you, young brave." And wise. in the epilogue, you find out that various soups were named after your characters. What? <laughs> yeah, soups. Yep. No, no prizes. No, no, like soup, golden wealth. The king says, "You, you honor me by doing this for me." And then in the days to come, soups were named after your characters. Soups. Soups. Which is interesting because I've never seen a Calcor soup or a Shin soup. I don't understand any of this right now. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. No, that's like actually in the game. It's I like, want to own this game at home. <laughs> you can, actually. Wait, wait. You could download this? Uh, So there were home versions made available uh, on the PlayStation 2. And the Xbox. No way. Through the Capcom Classics Collection Volume 2. 
Was there more stuff added? Or no? I don't think so. Man, they should remaster. They should remake the Quiz and Dragons. It's true. It should I come love out like Quiz every year, like like uh, Trivial Pursuit does. They yeah. should come out with a new one every time. My uh, wife and I used to go out and do uh, trivia at Applebee's all the time. Yeah, and I we were always fighting over names, and eventually I was like, no, we just call ourselves Quiz Dragons because I always thought it was just called Quiz Dragons. I never realized there was an ampersand. Yeah. So our we won finally with that name, and that's been our our trivia name ever since. Nice. Quiz Dragons Quiz in Dragon. honor of this game. I'm gonna come up with a rival team called Quiz and Dragons. Oh, don't do oh, that. What, what would you do? Huh? I would, would, be, I I would actually up. be. I mean, I just rolled disappointed up at your Applebee's, and I'm yep. just like, hey Xander. I got my own crew, Quiz and Dragons. Let's rumble. I'd be sad. Boom. 1942, Johnny Mays, baseball player. <laughs> and I'd just be like, out, oh, see ya. So they're, um, this game, uh, being a trivia uh, game, you would expect all the answers to be correct. Oh, no, no, no. No? No. I've learned throughout my life that there is many incorrect answers in trivia games. Th- Trivia games, trivia games, many, many, many. There were at least three questions in this game that were incorrect that you noticed. No, that I've that I've researched. Oh, okay. Um, Why did you research them? Because I, I thought it'd be interesting. I was like, would all these questions correct? Like, surely, you know, there had okay. to be some sort of mistake made. Uh, for example, the question: Who is the lead singer for the band Devo? I, I don't know who that is. You don't? No. Uh, so the correct answer, I can tell you without looking this up, is Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. That name should sound familiar to you. director? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the music composer? composer? Yep. He was in Devo? Yep. No, he was Yes, he was. No, yep. really? He was the lead singer. Wow, my mind's blown. Yep. Who did they have listed? Who did they, who did they say it was, though? Oh, wait, no. Hang on. No, I... Danny I, Elfman, I'm thinking... I'm uh, sorry. Okay. Danny Elfman was in uh, Oingo Boingo. I'm sorry. Okay, I still... I, I didn't know sorry, that. Sorry, I'm, well, I'm real dumb now. No, it's Mark Mothersbaugh. Okay, so there's another name you should familiar be familiar with. No, I don't know who that is. Uh, it would be in the credits of Rugrats. Okay, he I did all the music for the Rugrats cartoon show. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, they have him listed, at, or the they don't have him listed as an option, but they have his brother, uh, who was uh, who played guitar and keyboards for the band Bob Mothersbaugh. Oh, okay, so that's so that was the that was their correct answer when actually okay. it was Mark Mothersbaugh. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel yeah. Sorry to lead you wrong with the Danny Elfman thing, but Danny Elfman, yeah, so I, I mean the band Oingo, Oingo Boingo. Boingo. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't name it. Did Oingo you ever Boingo see Boingo Dead Man's Party? Wait, it's wait, a Dead Man's Party. Oh, that's oh, okay. I literally like the Pop Goes '80s remix of that. Okay, yeah, '80s or '90s. Pop Goes '90s. Okay, I really like that one. Um, it's Dead Man's Party. Leave your body at the door. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's a good song. Go, boy, go, that's the Everyone movie. should go listen it up. It's true, um, but he also did. You ever see the movie uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou? I have. All the like extra background music was all Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, okay, so there's a there's a song called Wait, Pink uh, or Danny Elfman. Mark Mothersbaugh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, there was a guy or there's a song in there called Ping Island, uh-huh. which is just it's the best song I've ever heard in my life. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I don't remember it. If you are listening to the podcast, you've never heard Ping Island from the Life Aquatic soundtrack. Really, you should just go watch the it movie. It's really good. I've First. actually never watched the entire movie. What? Yeah. As as ashamed as it's I am to slow, say it. It's slow, but it's Yeah, good that's movie. the thing is I, I tried to watch it one time and I got like 15 minutes in and I was like, I'm really tired. I really shouldn't put this in now. Yeah. And I never got around to finishing it. You need it. to be fully awake and and willing. Yeah. To really Because I, lo- I love that guy's movie. Uh, what's his I'm drawing a blank on his name now, the director. Yeah. Um, Wes 
oh, Anderson. There you go. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it. Like, I wanted, I Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. And Grand Budapest Hotel yep, is really Grand good. Grand Budapest is really the good. Royal Tenenbaums. Yep. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom was another one of my favorites. Yes. Um, what was the one? There was uh, Rushmore. Rushmore I've never seen. His old stuff good. I've never seen. No? Yeah. I, Ru- did he do, aside from Royal Tenenbaums. Did he do I Heart Huckabees? I don't think so. Okay. No, that was not him. Anyway, we're getting way oh, off yeah. track. Movies, movies. Uh, but other questions that were incorrect. Uh, what are Elroy Jetson's parents' names? Judy and um, uh, oh, I just know as Miss Jetson. Um, Judy and George. George Jetson, right? If you had answered that in the game, you would get it correct. Judy was his sister. Oh, what's his mom's name? Jane. Oh, Jane and Jane, George. His wife. Yeah, I don't anyway. remember the song. You're just a song fanatic. I I, used, like I just watch Cartoon Network all the time. I know. I know. <laughs> so those songs are just beaten into my skull. Uh, but it said that it's, it's odd since there's another question where it asks specifically for the mother's name and Jane is the correct answer. Oh, okay. So in one of the questions, they just messed up and did that. And here's one that Jazzy might know. Uh, the question, when did the original Star Trek series take place? Oh, uh, that was incorrect? Yeah. Uh, so the answer that they have in the game is the correct answer is the 34th century when actually it's the 23rd. So, there's that. I don't have. I don't really know Star Trek that well, aside really from the Abrams either. movies. Yeah, in Next Generation. That's and what the I know, and, yeah, and, and Space Nine. movies one through six, which and, uh, one is terrible? The original. The original Star Trek, the motion picture. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. No, it's not. It's okay. I fell asleep three times and I didn't care. I think you have a sleeping problem when it comes to movies. I really don't. Just when I'm really, really bored, like with Cloud Atlas yeah. is another movie that I fell asleep. Oh, well, during. that's just a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the act, the idea was good. It was there, but it was just terrible. We should, we need to stop. Talking yeah, Cloud about Atlas put me to sleep, and so did Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Yeah, that's fair. Only one other movie I fell asleep in, and that was Three Hundred. But I'd already seen the movie, and I'd worked a twelve-hour day. Okay, but let's move along. Yes, Quiz and Dragons. Quiz and Dragons. A lot of fun. It's it's kind a different of. kind of fun. If you love trivia, it's an interesting game. But I mean, I was. It's an experience game. Like, yes, you, need to you have to at least experience. play it once. Yeah, just to get an idea of what we're talking. It's very. But unique. it is a rare machine. There's nothing else out there like it. Yeah. Oh, because it's, uh, it's valuable. Yeah, it's very valuable. It's a very rare, valuable machine. So if you find it, steal it. Give yeah, it essentially, uh, if you have like a truck or a trailer lying around yeah. and you stumble across it and you have a hand truck that you're able to shove underneath it and lift yeah. it and then also a maybe another burly person to help you said lift lift said uh, yeah, you, arcade I mean, into a truck and then you could leave with it and then set it up at your home or sell it, then that would be a good idea. Yeah. But for those who don't want theft, go to Ann Arbor, Pinball Pete's, and play It's a good it. place to go. It's in the far back corner. It is. Good yes. times. In the corner, right next to all machines. the other Street Fighter machines, uh, next to the South Park pinball machine. Yep, which was annoying when people were which playing that. Made a lot of fart noise. The whole time, yeah, the fart noise was okay. Mm-hmm. Like all that. Yeah, that was real bad. Um, all right, so we played Quiz and Dragon. Yep, so that's a unique one. Yeah, what was your favorite that you played? Oh man, uh, I mean, it's a toss-up between Quiz and Dragons, and I just—I mean, you know me, I love fighting games. So Capcom vs SNK two. Yep, it was another one of my. Didn't favorites. you lose at the very end of that no, one? Uh, the second time I played through, because I I got to one of the the hidden boss characters, which is just ridiculously overpowered. But you beat it one time. I beat it one time on uh, one quarter. How did you get the hidden boss character? Um, I finished the game with a with a couple perfects. Um, and like they keep a score in every every level, and you have to beat a certain amount of score for this for the character to show up. Um, and you get that, like I said, by getting perfects. You get uh, that by finishing with uh, uh, special combo moves. So Was it intentional I, then? 
It wasn't intentional. No, oh, I was yeah. just like, I, I got to certain points. I was like, oh, I've got full meter down here. I may as well finish this guy off with a super move, and I did. And, and that, I, to my surprise, as the game ended, like it shows your characters, you've won the the match of the millennium, and then lightning cracks, and then you get the bonus stage, and it's like one of four bosses that show up. Yeah, I think I saw you fight a boss, and you just got your your bottom. Beat. Yeah. Yep, just, just like handed right to me. Mm-hmm. Now, who were your go-to characters that you chose? Because it's a it's a lot of characters. Yeah, there's a ton of characters in that game. In fact, there are I think I have it down here. Thirty two. I think it's more than that. I actually don't have the number of players on here. I'm really disappointed in myself. I want to say it's close to forty eight. Okay. It's a it's a healthy amount. Um, but I I in CBS two uh, I always take Blanca. Um, usually always take. Uh, M. Bison or Vega, as he's known in Japan, um, and like Ken or Terry Bogard. So usually I, I stray more to the Capcom side, but there's some uh, there's some SNK characters that I really like, like Terry, Joe Higashi, Geese, uh, Rock Howard, the guy who looks like Ryu, Rio. No, I don't Rio? like Rio. <laughs> no, you don't no. like Rio. I like the idea of Rio, but I don't like the character. So no? Rio, for those of you who don't know, is SNK's version of Ryu and Ken, just to kind of be like, hey, look, at we got we made your own character, and it's like a spoof. And then Capcom answered back to, to Rio with their character Dan, who's just been a complete joke. And who is he supposed to be based off of? Dan? Steven Seagal. Oh, so it's not even an SNK character. Well, he's, he's supposed to be like their, their uh, version of Rio. So Rio was made off wait of a Ken minute, and Ryu. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Let me get this straight. SNK made a fake Ryu Ken. Yep, the yep. name of Rio. Mm-hmm. And, then and then Capcom, Capcom was like, okay. made a play on the play of the, your own character. The joke on that's a joke. How you, no, no, that's not how you, you joke do it. Joke on a joke. You, you, no, no, you make a joke of their character, of one of their characters. This is what you're supposed to do. Not well, like, they did. Not, they made no, it a no, 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 you know what I mean. Like, you don't make a joke of their joke. Sure you do. No, that's jokes on jokes. That's backwards. These that's are the jokes. N- no. These are the jokes. That's terrible. Capcom, I thought Dan was funny. Now I just think he's stupid. Dan is really funny though. No, I think he's dumb. He just now. taunts. That's all he does. He's dumb. One of his specials is he just taunts you to death. And not even to death. He just he just taunts you. Does he do damage? No. It's he just dumb. keeps taunting. It's just dumb. Is he in the new one? In Street Fighter Five? No. Whatever he's the a, new one is. He's a narrator. Sort of like whenever you go to the shop, there's like descriptions of the items, and it says like Dan's summary, and that's all it is. No, oh, whatever. Yep, that's dumb. That's a that's like you choose a Capcom character or SNK character and actually like make a play on it, not like a play of their character being a play on yours. That's Fair dumb. Uh, you know what I mean? That's it's lazy. Yeah, it's lazy. There could have been some more fun there. Yeah, but anyways, I played it too. You wrecked me. Mm-hmm. As you should. I don't even remember you who I chose. You did take Rio, though. I did take Rio. You did play Rio. Because you thought it was Rio. I did was, think That it was, was what was so funny about it. Yep. I, I chose Rio, <laughs> and I chose... I don't even remember the other characters you chose. Morgana. Morgan? Morgan, yeah. No. Morgan. She's and... actually... The, one of the points of contention is that in that game is as much as everybody loves playing that character... Uh, Capcom, when they made the sprites for the game, or rather, they didn't make the sprites; they just ported them from other games. That's why her looks hers looks so like choppy compared to everybody else. Like SNK side, they redid all the sprites for for Capcom versus SNK and ported them over to SNK. Yeah, Capcom versus SNK too. Capcom just kind of took some old sprites and just like, yeah, here you go, here are these things. So okay, and mm-hmm. Morgan was one of the ones that just like looked, looked exceptionally bad. Okay, so if you ever played Capcom versus SNK two, and see how bad Morgan looks, that's why. Okay. If you may, if you do hear some animals uh, howling, 
Yeah, I think there's somebody up there agitating the dogs. I really hope they could hear this. If yeah. Not, it's just silence. Yeah. Anyways, it's really funny. So, yeah, that was a fun game. I played against you, but you wrecked it. What else did you play? Uh, I also played... Well, you know what? Before before we jump into my, my next game that I played, because there's only a handful that I really put a lot of time into. Okay. Um, let's hear what... Uh, let's go Inkster Rick. Let's see what Inkster Rick was playing. Inkster Rick. All right. Well, here's Inkster Rick and his adventures at the arcade. All right, we're, we're, we're here with friend of the show, Inkster Rick. That's why I have to say it. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. You're now, welcome. what was your favorite game you played tonight? Uh, I played a Street Fighter versus Capcom versus SMK2. That was awesome. Uh, I didn't challenge Xander because I know he would destroy me, but I did get pretty far, so I'm happy with that. Well, good, good. Yeah. Now, were there any special memories you have about arcades growing up? Um, I guess going to the casino, I guess I, my parents went to the casino, Ooh, but there was a that's kid's arcade. the ar- adult arcade. Yes, but there, were, there was, for the kids, there was a sweet arcade that me and my cousin, my cousin Michael, would sit there and play Marvel vs. Capcom. So, that's where that came from. Nice. Excellent. Who'd you play as when you played Capcom vs. SNK2? Ryu. Ryu. And Good, solid choice. a random guy that I don't know who what he is. What he look like? He could do, uh, he could punch the ground and the fire came out. Okay, that uh, was you have a red vest? Yes. That's Terry Bogart. Terry, that guy. He yeah. knows too much. Yeah, and Blanca. Nice. Yes. Bianca, nice. Blanca, nice. Yeah, Bianca. Pretty lady. Pretty lady. Yeah. Pretty lady. Thank you, Rick. No problem. <laughs> Thanks, you. Thanks for coming out. Uh, that was Inkster Rick and your wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Because you're a savant when it comes to those games. Yeah. I spent a lot of time playing fighting games you, at any arcade that I went to. I think as if there is a fighting game available, you will play it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I wanted to ask you, and I guess I don't remember if you've ever answered this question or not before. Uh-huh. Have you played RoboPad? No. <laughs> you have never asked me that question before. That that may be something I'll announce later. Fair enough. <laughs> a couple other quick notes on Capcom's Justin K2 for those of you who are interested. That was released back in August of 2001. Uh, formerly known, or formal, you know. Not formerly known. Formally. It's its full title is Capcom vs. SNK2, Mark of the Millennium 2001. <laughs> it's a very extended title. Yep. Uh, there were home versions, so if you guys don't get a chance to play it out in the arcade, you can look up copies for Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube. Interesting fact that the Xbox and GameCube versions is they are also known as Capcom vs. SNK2, match, uh, Mark of the Millennium 2001 EO. EO, of course, stands for Easy Operation. Why? Why? Easy because operation? you would love this, and of I've course. played it. I've played okay. it before because it's it's so ridiculous. Um, all the special move inputs, including special super combos, yeah, are done by flicking the right joystick. Yeah, really? Yes. I would love this. <laughs> I would take hits purposefully just to use those moves. Yep. So you still have to build the meter and stuff like that to use them. That's fine. But I you just have that. to remember. Okay, my crazy co- like there's. There are combos with, uh, like, Akuma, for example, his yeah. Raging Demon move, where to, to successfully execute it, you have to press low punch, low punch, forward on the on the arcade stick. Uh, so low punch, low punch, forward, low kick, uh, heavy punch. Simple enough. Uh, sure, Xander, simple enough for Or you can just hit savants. right on the joystick. That's what I want, yep. right there. Give or there's the me. Neo Deadly Rave by uh, Rock Howard and Geese Howard. Is it like a party? Where it's half circle back, forward, uh, I believe it's light punch, Light punch, light kick, medium punch, medium kick, heavy punch, heavy kick, quarter circle forward, heavy punch. Simple, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> or you can hit diagonally up. There you go. On the, on the right I, stick. That's what I want. Ridiculous. On the C-stick, right? On the C-stick. Oh, my God. I yep. would love this. Why don't we play this? Just that one. <laughs> and then I'll pick all our character combos mm-hmm. for each other. Yep. Or those pesky Zangief combos where it's a, cor- a full circle on the directional pad or just hit left on the, on the right stick. This is great. Yeah. Why don't we just play that? I don't know. Thanks for telling me now. No Sam. problem. I mean, we can still find a copy. I okay. used to have it for GameCube. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh, and there were also four characters that they, they put in the GameCube version, or the, the home versions as playable characters, which were uh, Shinokuma, uh-huh. or Shingoki as he's known in Japan, um, yeah, Evil obviously. Ryu, and um, Orochi Iori, and God Rugal. And God Rugal is the character that I fought in the arcade that I couldn't beat. Okay. I don't know who any of those characters are. He's ridiculously are. overpowered uh, and just has a lot of defense, so he's just a crazy boss character. Oh, he's a sponge. He sure is. Gotcha. Anything else you played? I do have another one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I played a couple of games that I really liked I want to hit on. One was a giant Japanese Tetris game. Yep, you and that, Grim both played this one. G- yeah, Grim and I played. It was cool. You had like a giant joystick, mm-hmm. and you, you had to move it to move the blocks and rotate pieces and we're either playing against each other or playing uh, as a team where like half of my screen and half of his screen overlapped Mm -hmm. so we could lay blocks in each other's area but only partially and that was a lot of fun it was a Japanese though so I didn't understand what was going on just bright colors and good music. Uh, yes, that was it. Was a very good time, and I like the, the comicness of it with the oversized joysticks. Yeah, and then also I really enjoyed Dark Silhouette Silent Scope Two. Mm-hmm. I love Silent Scope games, primarily because I love sniping in video games. Mm-hmm. So a game based all around sniping is awesome. So you actually you you hold the gun; it's on a on like a stand, and the scope zooms in on the monitor, which it's like technically like a real. It's just a yeah, monitor. It's a secondary monitor in the scope screen. But it it's cool because the main screen is a zoomed out version, and the scope is the close up. So you actually can like look out to see where guys are at, and then go back in the scope and yep. pick them off. And and I really enjoyed that game, and I felt I'm pretty good at it. I find that one really difficult to play. Like, I'll be honest, growing up, I I saw it played, and I was like. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. And like, I no pun intended. Um, I played it a couple times, and I I never really got into it. But then when we when we were at Pinball Pete's, I saw how much you and Jay were like, oh, I love. We used to play this yeah. game all the time. Um, I went to another arcade, which we'll touch on a little bit later, and mm-hmm. I got a chance to play it. Um, and I don't know if it was just because I'm not very good at it, or the fact that it was in a very crowded corner, and I had mm-hmm. to constantly get out of people's ways. So I'm like, I'm sniping, and someone bumps into me. I'm like, stand away from the gun, and then yeah, that's annoying. Um, but I. I found it incredibly difficult. It was rewarding mm-hmm. when I f- could finally pull something off, but it was it was hard for me to make that transition from the scope to like looking out to seeing where my gun was aiming and all that. So yeah, if you're not used to it, because it, it's it's super sensitive, mm-hmm. so you can easily overshoot looking at a character because like it has arrows on the screen, to let you know. When yeah, you're it gives moving. you like a little reticle. Like this is the general area where you're yeah. looking in the scope. And and there's a few times that I've no scoped a couple guys. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that, but. Um, it's I just love that game. It's just it's I I'm very much into into when it comes to shooting games like the focus and the accuracy of them because a lot of times those arcade shooter games are just spray and play ones. Yeah, like Time Crisis mm-hmm. or House of the Dead. You take that back. It's just hordes. It's it's all it is. House you know what it is. It's so all good. hordes and survival. And and the House of the Dead game that they had there was terrible. 
They have, well, they have they have all four of them there. The one that Jay and I, I think you guys Grimm played. And I played. Yeah, the one that Grim and I played big, was the was big crazy good. guns. Yeah, yeah. It was no, no. They were just shotguns. I oh, think. then maybe you played three. I think they were just shotguns, like pump action shotguns. That's how you reloaded. Was to I don't, oh no no no. There were Uzis. Uzis. Yeah, you Uzis. played four. Then there was Uzis. Yep. So that game was I. I like them when they're a little bit more serious. So like Time Crisis is cool, but then they got a little overboard with the ducking idea. Yeah. And, the the we played and, Time Crisis five a little bit. Button Master Caleb and I, and, and they had two pet. Like it used to be, you press a pedal to to take cover. Yeah, you had a pedal to the left and you had a pedal to the right. Yeah, though, now you've got. One. Yeah, you can choose, which is kind of cool because you can choose to kind of go around the side and flank, but. Yeah, but at the same time, like I like the original idea of the time crisis where it was a duck and yeah. the pedal, one pedal. But it, it, what I was getting at though is I like the accuracy that Silent Scope offers because mm-hmm. a lot of times there's not that amount like accuracy or like pressure. Yeah, you know, like for those games, if you have enough quarters, you're gonna beat it. Yeah, with, with Silent this, Scope, you constantly have a timer going down. Yes. Yeah, there's a, there's a different level of difficulty to it. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, you know, and there's a lot of other, you know, other unique retro games that we played, but uh, I'll get to that in a second. But did you want to let us know what else you played? Uh, Well, I saw, I think it was Tony playing Dance Dance Revolution. Tony did play Dance Dance, yes. And I decided that I also had to. Yeah, you did decide. And there was, it was... O- they had four, four machines there, but only one of them was running. Correct. And I was happy that it was Fifth Mix. Because Fifth Mix is one of my all-time favorite versions I don't know of the game. what that means. Yeah, so they are, well, actually, so there's a ton of different versions of Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, really? Do you want to guess how many there are? Man. Oh, I then time, I, like... I, I will say that, yeah, of all time, across arcades and home console, and I will tell you that this my number comes from me counting on Wikipedia, so it's not necessarily accurate. Oh, okay. But it's probably pretty close. I want to say... Now, I will give you, I'll give you a tiny baby hint. Uh, okay. So the series launched in 1998. Okay. Do you know when the most? Let me ask you this before you make your next guess. Do you know when the most recent version of the game was released? Um, I want to say June. This June. This year. March of March, this year. March of this year. I had no idea they were still making. No, them. yeah, I know that they're still. They're not as popular now here in the United States as they used to be. But yeah, I would have guessed they died like five years ago. I'd say there's probably over two hundred. You're very close. I'm gonna go with the, okay. Then I'll go with the specific answer. I'm gonna go two hundred and seventy-three. Uh, I believe there were. Let's see. Oh, and of course, I believe it was 198. Oh, really? When I counted. Yeah. Okay, that's that, that's crazy. Fair. I was so, trying to think of how many you would actually be interested in counting. Now, uh, with 198 so. games, how many songs do you think have been in those games? Oh my God, there is probably over 100 songs in almost each of them. The original game had 11. That's it. The original Dance Dance Revolution had eleven. See, but songs. the one you had had like fifty songs. It seemed like they they kind of they they'll take the songs and port them over into the next version, and they just like revamp them a little bit, right? Yep. They just they uh, what's it called a remix? Yeah, yeah. So according to again my my research through Wikipedia, uh, there are seven hundred and twelve total Holy songs cow. for Dance Dance Revolution, official Dance Dance Revolution. That doesn't count like Step Mania or. Um, yeah, Step Mania is crazy because that's all that's all fan created. Yeah, mostly most of them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't when I saw that the original game had only eleven songs. It's like, wow, what a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but that was new. That was a new experience. Yeah. So you were going more for or less for the like uh, the activity, not necessarily yeah. the songs. So. Were you ever a Dance Dance Revolution player? I played it a little bit. I'm a fat kid, yeah. and a lot of things move when I move fast. Right. That I don't like, which moving. is why I don't I don't play anymore. Yeah. So I mean, I can. I'm good for usually 
if I can find the right machine, like DDR Extreme 1, uh-huh. I believe it is, there's one song on there that I can still do pretty close to flawlessly on, on heavy mode. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I need water. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> like, like to be sweaty apart. either yeah. in, in a group of people. Uh, and things fall down if they're not properly secured as well. Yeah. So, no, I so did no. not play a lot of them. I stuck to games that were more hand-eye coordinated, so yeah. like Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. and there was like a button-type game back yeah. in the day, but I don't remember what it was called. They had uh, There was like Para Para Paradise where it was like sensors. You could move your hands over on the top yeah, or bottom. I never did that one. There was uh, Guitar Freaks. There was Drum Freaks. Yep. Um, and then there was a DJ one that I can't remember for the life of me DJ right Hero? Now. It wasn't DJ I Hero. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. It had like four or five buttons. It was like five. Yeah, and they were kind of like offset. Yeah, yeah, yeah and fingers. there was like a, a little spinner as well. I can't remember. Beat Mania is what it was called. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun. I couldn't get... I was never very good at that. But you played... Now, it was you went up there and played, but then you played against somebody. Yeah, Jazzy jumped up. Yeah. And gave it a shot. And you both played in the same difficulty, I think? Uh, yeah, I believe... But you had been worn out from trying to attempt something yeah. beforehand. Yeah. That was pretty That was pretty sad. Yeah. I felt so, bad for you. When I when I was a young lad, when I was working my first job, I pushed carts outside all the time. Like, I was working almost 40 hours a week just outside manual labor. Lost a lot of weight, and I was yep. also playing dance. Like, I would take those paychecks, and I'd go to the arcade in Westland Mall when that still had an arcade, and I would play Dance Against Revolution on House of the Dead all the time. Um, so I lost a lot of weight. I was getting in decent shape. And then I got a job at Little Caesars. And then you ate pizza all the time. All day. All Free time. pizza. Like, they didn't care. Yeah. You just, you, I'm going to make, like, five pizzas to take home. Like, okay, have fun. And I just ate so much pizza, and then I got fat again, and now I can't play Dance Against Revolution anymore. Uh, well, that's Thanks the, a lot, Little Caesars. That's the modern struggle, really. Yep. Eat pizza and playing video games should go hand in hand. It should go hand but in hand. But not when it's Dance Against Revolution. Oh, well. You know what else goes hand in hand? What? J in video games. J and video games. That's correct. So we're going to play for you our interview, I'm sorry, with Grim. J Grim. Grim J. The Grimity JDJ. Arcade. So here it is. All right. We're here with Grim from uh, GameZilla Podcasts. Grim, what was your favorite game that you played tonight? Well, it probably would be a close, close mat. No, it's not. It's it's Tron Legacy it's, Pinball yeah. Machine. Yeah. It always is. Did every you play time. anything else? Um, yeah, I think I played House of the Dead 4 for about 30 seconds. I forgot that we played that. I, le- <laughs> I, I burned my memories yeah. off of that. I left it before we finished it to go play more Tron Legacy. <laughs> Fair enough. Any uh, fun stories of uh, growing up in arcades or just any arcade memories? Uh, spend plenty of time in the FYE arcade mm. in uh, Wonderland Mall. For your entertainment. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Wonderland Mall. Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 4, laying my quarters across the screen and just uh, spending my whole weekend there pretty much until uh, you know closing when my parents would come pick me up. That, that's one big one. And then I'll never forget my first arcade I can remember with my dad taking me. I was so like happy to be at Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. It's a good one. And I was so like happy that my dad took me that there's these little coins you could make. There's these little coins that you could make and you could put names or words on them. And I was gonna put my dad is a winner. Oh, well, tell me you said your dad is a wiener. I sure did. Yeah. My dad is a wiener. Yeah. He still has it to this day. Oh, I love it. Yeah. My so, dad is a wiener. I love arcades. Uh, it's a shame that there's not a ton of them around anymore, but uh, tonight at Pinball Pete's and Marvin's being local to us, it's uh, it's always fun to visit those. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks Sweet. for hanging out. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the event, guys. You did a great job. Sure. Thanks, man. 
There he was, Grim the Wiener. Yep. Now, I know a lot of the crew is bad at spelling, but come on. Wiener. Wiener. It's hilarious. He was a kid. Nah, I think he was like 16. No. I think he he was 16. It doesn't matter. He's a child. (laughs) He was young. Get off his back. We love you. I'm here to defend him. We're all wieners here. You bully. We're all wieners here. Whatever. Yes, we are, actually. Uh, so so it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we I'm glad that we had that many people come out. We have a couple more in, that we'll we're gonna do throughout the episode as well. Yeah. Um, do we want to do any right now or no? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's hear what uh, Retro Mike had to say. Retro Mike. Hey Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What was your favorite game for playing tonight at Pinball Pete's? Um, well, I always like the uh, the basketball arcade games. Um, Pretty much because growing up, whenever I would go to an arcade with everyone, uh, I completely suck at like fighting games and all those type of games, so I would always get my butt kicked. So I always kind of went towards those because I would usually win at those. Oh, did you play any children today to win? Uh, no, actually I played by myself in the corner. That's even worse. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Oh, Retro Mike. Yep. Playing the sports games. Good old sports games. I now, there was, a, there was a sports game that was there that I remembered playing. I didn't play it while we were there, but I remember playing it when I was younger, and it uh-huh. was like this little basketball. Uh, it wasn't like an actual throw basketball. You had like one that was built into the control panel, and you just hit the ball, and it would like send air to, to shoot the oh, ball. Oh, like squished? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I, used to, I remember my brother and I, or my parents took it, or rather my mom took us to uh, Disney World when I was in seventh grade. And the hotel that we were at had that in the corner, and we would, we would go and play that all the time. That's fun. Yeah. So that was about the only sports game I was ever really good at. I was terrible. I'm terrible at sports games. Mm-hmm. Now, I, there is a hockey game there that I didn't play because I played it a lot, though. It's the if, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but it's the domed NHL game. Oh, where yeah. The guys the, are on the rods. With the sticks, almost like foosball. Yeah, I love that. So my uncle actually has, a, has that in his basement. So I've played it growing up all the time, mm-hmm. and I love that game so much. Much. Um, so as far as sports games go, if it's not actually requiring my physical attributes uh, or abilities, then I'll play it for yeah. the most part. But that, that's my favorite sports game there that we that we played, and then overall that I like. Mm-hmm. Were there um, any other physical games that you played while you were there? I did the arm wrestling game. Yeah, how'd that go? That was fun, and actually, our, our a friend of the show, Tony, did that as well. And it, it was literally it's just an arm. That you arm wrestle. It doesn't move. It's just stationary, and you put your hand on it, and then when the game is ready, you actually have to force it down, and it, it goes against you, you know, just like a typical arm wrestling thing. Yeah. Um, so I played that, and there's, like, different difficulties you could choose, but I didn't really understand it, so I just went with the easy one. Okay. And I and I won, which hey. is great. Yeah. So, But Tony, on the other hand, was a beast, and he did something absolutely special, and we're going to hear about it right now. Cool. We got Tony here. Hey, Tony, what's, what's up? What was your favorite game playing tonight? Uh, I would have to say it was the arm wrestling one. I got the high score, which was great. What was the What was the actual level for high score? So it was infinity strength, which we thought was an impossible feat, but somehow uh, I was able to conquer that. Hey, I'd I'd say that's pretty unattainable, but <laughs> you did it. Muscle power, was surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Now, growing up, was there any great arcade stories or memories that you had playing uh, in them? I, I was definitely a home console person growing up, but I do remember, if I ever did go to the arcade, Burger Time oh. was a sweet one. I mean, it's, it's very challenging, and you got to go all over the map. It's kind of got like a 
like a Donkey Kong style, we got to go left and right. But the the, the challenge was to get all the burgers together. <laughs> and, That's uh, producer Ethan's favorite game. Oh yeah, chased by hot dogs. Yes. You got to spray them with I don't know some type of <laughs> mustard juice or something. <laughs> that sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Tony. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me out. Yeah. Good old Tony getting that infinity strength. Yeah. We literally thought it was like a, uh, you know, like some games that they, they put bait down for yeah. you to play it because that was the high score was Just infinity. to steal your quarters. Yeah. And we and he got second place when we were playing. And then the first place was infinity. He's like, that's bull crap. Like, how does someone get infinity? I'm going to get infinity. And lo and behold, he literally gets infinity strength. So he got first place he, on the he got tied well it was tied for first place he didn't even get above it it was tied but uh, the way it worked was after you arm wrestle three he people, didn't get infinity plus one no no <laughs> after you arm wrestled the three people there's like a robot there to like gauge your strength yeah and if you you know play the three hardest and then you're really good at you know the robot one and it gives you affinity strength and it like it like you you'll push it back and they'll be like oh my god you're too powerful and it's infinity strength so that was neat. I didn't think it would, he'd actually get that, but it was uh, it was kind of cool. That's one of those machines that I think I've always seen. I was like, oh, that'd be interesting, but it's 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 money. I'll go play something it's else. It's probably also the dirtiest machine there. I, yeah, I don't you. doubt. Other than Dance Dance Revolution, because people are breaking a sweat for that. Yeah. Any game where you're like intimately clasping your body with yeah. is gonna be gross like the silent scope game probably was filthy most likely i probably have like herpes on me somewhere most likely yeah it's, it's probably a good idea to bring hand sanitizer to the arcade oh i mean i think you would spend the majority of your time cleaning and not enough time playing so you just i you feel really like you be just, treated like the gym where you just have you to just bring, live on the edge you just bring and clean the machines when you're done with them yeah you, do you think kids uh no they don't that play games would do that probably not no i don't think so either Maybe if there's like a tough dude, like, hey, hey, do you wipe down that machine? You know, the, you know, like the, a bodyguard, like the a level bouncer, of shame, yeah, an arcade bouncer. Now we did play. I forgot to mention we played a, a group game. We did. Yes, we did. We Are played a sure? group racing game. We did. And oh god, and I forgot about the name of it. Uh, Daytona USA. Yeah, we played a group racing game. It was a, and there was like six of them. I think you could only play five. Yeah, there were though. six machines right next to one another. Five of them were working, and I would argue that only four of them were working. Yes, yours in particular. Mine, was I felt like mess. I was driving a nightmare straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, because the graphics card in it was like all it was freaking out. Were, was there out. now? Was it just on my machine, or did you just guys? Yours. No, no, just yours. Did you guys have like a giant scary skeleton monster reaching for you at some point in level? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Guys, I definitely had of, one. Maybe you were like a hallucin. Maybe yours is haunted. Maybe. Uh, mine was so of all the machines though, mine was the loudest. Oh yeah. Like the sound effects and music were unbearable. The game was fun, but it was so loud in my game, in my station that it annoyed me. It was it was painful. But we played it. So it was, you got to choose your car- your your vehicle automatic yeah. manual you get map difficulty the map and the gameplay was actually kind of fun it, it was pretty realistic because if you hit the walls a bunch your car started to get wobbly and unsteady and steady and, yeah and my, my wheel was based. also crooked oh they so didn't i couldn't if, if i were to hold it straight like it you would, would expect it would be yeah it'd be going to the it's left like the most entire people's time. cars these days yeah but that was a lot of fun i got in second place and i think jazzy won no uh caleb caleb won caleb won yeah, yeah. caleb won 
So that and was I won because I didn't actually get dragged into hell like I was. I thought oh, I was. God, that was so. It funny. was actually like terrifying the way the game looked. Yours was freaky. And I looked at everybody else like, oh, yours looks great and colorful, and I think there's some happy people over there. Yours Mine just like, I think Slayer was playing the entire time, which was <laughs> awesome. But, uh, oh, that yeah, was a fun was game. Real freaky. I really enjoyed it. I love group games. So like Mario Kart, or when you play Mario Kart at uh, at Dave and Buster's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, Any time when you can have a competition where it, it doesn't directly involve fighting games, it's great for me. Yeah. Because I am terrible at fighting games. Yeah. Uh, like we said, Button Master Caleb was the one who won that. So let's he hear what he has to say about this uh, this trip to the arcade. We're here with Button Master Caleb. What's up, guys? Making the road trip. Yeah. Thank you for coming out tonight. Oh, you're welcome. What was your favorite game you played tonight? Besides playing with Chops' heart, no, it was uh, Time Crisis. <laughs> Time Crisis Five. There's a lot of cool games in there, but uh, me and Xander played, and Rick, Five Mile Rick played Time Crisis Five, and just brought back memories of playing the original Time Crisis when I was a kid. So, cool. it's like Time Crisis Five. Okay, cool. Well, speaking of memories, what were your favorite memories growing up playing in arcades that you could go in? Growing up, uh, I went with Jay a couple times. The one in Livonia before that mall. I don't even, I don't even know if the mall is that what it is. Livonia Mall. It is yeah. gone. It's okay, gone. it's gone. I it's didn't gone. know. Mm-hmm. Um, gone. I live Rest in the in almost horrible Ohio now, so it's yeah. Oh, okay. But we used to go there, and that was pretty fun. I just remember playing uh, Simpsons, which was amazing, and uh, X Men and Metal Slug. Those are the ones I like to play. Those are good so, choices. Yeah. Those are solid choices. Yeah, they're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as knowledgeable at games as you guys are. I go listen to your podcast and I feel like a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole that's, plan. Yeah, we are complete idiots too. So. Yeah. But do you guys like read it on the screen the whole time? Like, these guys think we know what we're talking about, but we just got Google. It's the magic of Google podcasts. Yeah. Google. See, I believe that Xander kind of knows all this stuff. But I think I can, oh, I, I can hear that you like typing sometimes. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. You can go screw yourself. <laughs> all right. And thank you for coming out. You're we welcome. really appreciate it. It was fun. And we'll see you next time. All right. Hugs later. All right. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you have the keyboard sounds on your phone turned off, right? Uh, my phone is completely silent. Yeah. So, so I don't know where he's getting these keyboards. Suck on that, from. Caleb. Yeah. Jerk. Calling me out. See, that's Xander. Oh, yep. you just messed it up? No. Nope. Okay, good. Uh, I just typed, Oh, don't say it twice. You'll, I won't. You'll summon a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so it was nice to see Caleb out there yeah. making that road trip. Time crisis again, like I talked about earlier. The originals were bought better than the new one. Yeah. But that's uh, one one thing that, that that arcade is missing is the the old side scrolling beat 'em ups like the like he was saying yeah, X Men and Simpsons. I, I was that's what I was thinking about. I'm like I don't remember playing those there because I love X Men. Yeah, I love Simpsons. Uh, Captain America and the Avengers. Captain America and the Avengers. The oh, what else am I thinking of? Uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yep. Yep. I love those ones. I particularly love Captain America and the Avengers though. Yeah. I remember playing that a lot at uh, Riverside Arena. Yeah. See, I remember playing Turtles in Time a lot at, at Riverside. Arena. Yeah. I don't think I ever went there when they had Captain America. I love Captain America and the Avengers. One of my favorite parts about Captain America and Avengers is all the the enemies have the same laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Or they go, oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. Man, that's such a good game. And yeah. the vision was like the classic Very, opaque, yeah, white, white vision. And like oh, effeminate as he walks, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. hand in the air. like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the best. Man, I really, really enjoyed that game. So um, last weekend, my wife and I went to Chicago for our fifth wedding anniversary. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, we went to go see the musical Hamilton. That was like our main thing to go there. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing that I was like, hey, if we're going to Chicago, there are two things we need to do. We need to eat pizza and we need to go to this arcade. And there's an arcade. If if you're in Chicago, you probably already know about it. 
but just outside of Chicago, like maybe 15 minutes, there's a, a city called Brookfield, mm-hmm. uh, and they're the home of the Galloping Ghost Arcade. Oh. Uh, Galloping Ghost is open from 11 a.m. till 2 a.m. every day of the year. It's $15 to get in, and all the machines are set to free play, and it's incredible. That's amazing. Um, How many games were there? Uh, a ridiculous amount. I don't even think I could count. Really? Um, keep an eye out on the, on the Motor City Gaming blog. Um, I do plan on uh, writing about my experience there. I've got a ton of pictures and stuff that I took. Um, but one of the games that was there was Captain America and the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sarah's not a huge video game fan. Like okay. she, she has a passing interest. She'll play every once in a while. Um, Overcooked for the PlayStation 4 is the first game that her and I, in our almost 10-year relationship, have played all the way through until now. Yeah. When we've played through Captain America and the Avengers. And it was great. It's such a good game. Yeah. And I'm glad that you got to bond over that. Yeah. That's really important. I, I feel like as much as people want to separate from video games and also like your significant others don't necessarily always like them, mm-hmm. it's good to have those experiences because then you're bonding on on your person you care about, uh, you know, main interest. Yeah. So that's really cool that you guys got to share that because it, it just only helps strengthen the relationship. So. And it was all set to free play, so we didn't really feel and, bad. That, that... Yeah. How much was it to get in? 15 bucks. See, that's... That's cheap. There's yeah. an arcade like that that I went to with uh, producer Ethan and Pokey L. That's and, uh, it's in Brighton, right? And it's AJ. just called the arcade. AJ. It's just called the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. I, my wife and I bought uh, bought passes for that a long time ago, and we still haven't gone. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. There's a ton of old games there. Um, it, it's similar to like where you were at, just not on the scale. Yeah. And and to me, those kinds of places though frighten me because it's just like, what happens if like it got flooded? Yeah. There's your you're That's, done. Yep. But I'm there's sure the, so much history there. Yeah, their insurance. And that was the cool crazy. thing about Galloping Ghost. I don't know if they do it at at the ar- at the arcade. Uh, air quotes. Um, is I, every machine had um, on top of it had a, a little sign that told you what the world record was for that game, and then underneath the top three Galloping Ghost scores. Oh no, I didn't tell. And I you could tell, tell you could tell the the guys there like, hey, I'm gonna go to this machine. I'm gonna go for a, a, a world record attempt, and they had a little little like gopro camera type thing that they would set up and they would like rope you off so that oh, no one they could... actually had like staff there to help you yep. with that oh that's serious yeah so they had guys that were like constantly working on the machines uh there were some that weren't working properly like street fighter 4 they had it was the first time i've ever seen an actual arcade for street fighter 4 oh wow um and you, you, the second player wasn't working at the time so i was kind of bummed out about that because there was a guy who looked like he was pretty good that i wanted to play that i didn't get a chance to um, but yeah, there's there's like four or five staff members there that were just kind of watching, making sure everything was taken care of, and That's repairing cool. the machines on the fly. Yeah, I wonder like what kind of skill set you'll need to like be able to repair those machines. Yeah, That's neat. But uh, that game, when I went in there, it's it's almost frightening in the sense of like you have no idea where to begin. Oh, I'm sure it's it's super overwhelming. Just like yeah. when we went to PAX, like uh, that idea of it being overwhelming, it, it, you don't know where to begin. It's hard to start. It's hard to start anywhere. But at that point, you just kind of got to go with what your staple is. Mm-hmm. Start with that because that'll open you up to what's around it, and then yeah. you can spread from there. Yeah. So I got that's where I got to play Silent Scope. Yep. Um, I got to play Street Fighter the movie, the game. Oh my! Oh, that terrible one where it's uh, where it's it's, it's like, like Mortal Kombat style where they stood in yeah, for the characters. Yeah, it's that was terrible. real bad. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah, but oh I'd never gosh. played it before, so I wanted well, to make you have sure. To. Yeah, you have I wanted to. to make sure I, I got the chance. I even actually played the original Street Fighter, which I had never like actually played. It's like, okay. It's okay. It's hard. Yeah. Like the the guy like you. It's super hard to pull off the the special moves, and uh, the 
enemies are just like on you. Like they don't, yep. they have no, no care whatsoever. And they just, that play style, they just wreck you mm-hmm. pretty bad. There's an Ikaruga machine. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but I've never seen one of the like. There's so many things. I was like, I didn't even know they made an arcade version of That's this. That's what's so cool and, and and sad about this stuff is that these newer games that come out uh, that are arcade style on consoles, you a part of the experience of them is physically playing a machine. Yeah. For it, and, and consumers, your average consumer is going to be able to afford a machine like that, and there's mm-hmm. not enough places around here that can get those kinds of things unless you go to like chicago or a bigger pop cultured city yeah where they have a little bit more infrastructure or support for that so like japan you know they're heavily based on yeah. arcade uh, plinko you know casino style type games yeah and and in the united states there's only a few places like that chicago is one of them and it's cool to see those games because you're never like you said you don't realize like oh they like i play this game on my console it'd be great as an arcade they did come out with an arcade yep. but there's only one or two here in the state mm-hmm. and those are a lot of fun to, to experience yeah, especially like, those shooters yeah battletoads is another game that i didn't realize was an arcade game yep Bionic Commando. Yep. Never knew like and I've been a huge Bionic Commando fan. I never knew there was an arcade version. It's and, ridiculously difficult and I stopped playing after one quarter. <laughs> well, the equivalent of one quarter. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was it was real tough. And it's sad because then you also start looking up how much those machines cost yes. and you're like, "Oh, well maybe I could get one." No. They're like 14 grand. Yeah, they're for like ridiculous. the good ones. Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's nuts. But uh, they also had uh tappers. Ever play Tappers? So I haven't played Tappers, but I know of it, and I need to play it. Yeah, and obviously you, you saw it in Wreck-It Ralph. Yep. That's the that's the bar where he goes to. Uh, later, of course, adapted to be root beer Tappers, so yep. you're serving root beer instead of actual alcohol. But the machine that they had there actually had, it was like Budweiser uh, oh, on really? the screen, and that's like it, it said bar on the thing instead of soda, and like the little it had a little tap, like a actual bar tap, oh, whatever oh, okay. you call yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a little Budweiser thing. That's and funny. And when you finished the the bonus level, the guy like held up a, a, a glass and said, "This mug, there, this Bud's for you." Oh, jeez. Like ridiculous. Like Sarah's first thought and her first reaction was like, "What is this game?" <laughs> I was like, "It was in Wreck It Ralph." And then we played it for like oh, God. almost forty five minutes. Oh, Kung geez. Fu. Kung, Kung Fu. Fu was another Fu. game I didn't know was an arcade My first. Favorite game. So hard in the arcade. Oh, I'm sure. Ridiculously hard. I I played probably for a good forty minutes and. Just barely got to the second level. Yeah, it's crazy how I much. And I, and I think part of it is they just obviously ramp the difficulty, so you spend more quarters and stuff right. like that. But I was it just said Kung Fu Master, and I didn't think it was going to be that same game. And someone played it, and I just heard like the little achoo, achoo. Ooh, I was like, I gotta play this game. Where the guys just run up and tickle you to death. Yeah, yeah. And then the knives come and they stab you. And then there's the one guy with the kendo sword at the end that just smacks you. And then when you die, yep. Like who's that? Who is that? Yep. Oh, Sylvia. Oh, man. I never got to save her. Speaking of someone who's never able to save anything, we got Jazzy. He was there with us that night. We'll talk to him, find out what his uh, thoughts were. All right, we're here with Jazzy. Jazzy, what was your favorite game you played tonight, aside from the game where you could not lose? Because I played that too and got a sucker. Yeah, that's true. Um, my favorite was the Star Trek pinball game. The, the it was uh, great. Next Generation or the the uh, Abrams? No, the Abrams one. Yeah, yeah, because it's newer. It's just it was smooth. It, you know, it just looked new. Like yeah, and it, and it felt still like the old school pinball. So I have to give have to give that to win. Excellent. Uh, you have a random uh, arcade story, something you remember um, growing up? Or? I remember growing up, I would go to the arcade with my friend. I won't uh, say any names, but his initials started with Nick Hendra. Okay. And, um, Those are weird initials. Yeah. 
and uh, we would we would go to the mall every weekend and see how many quarters it would take us to beat Time Crisis, the new Time Crisis game, and then we would each week see if we could shave off the number of quarters it took us to beat the game. <laughs> did you play that new one that was down there, Time I Crisis did, Five? I watched it twice, but yeah. I didn't I didn't get to play it. That was tough, man. So, all right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out and playing with us. No problem. Anytime, guys. Word. See ya. So pinball is something we haven't really touched on. No. Are you a pinball fan? I, I like pinball. I get bored after a while yeah. unless it's a little bit more exciting of, of a pinball game. So, like, I really enjoyed the – which one did I play? I played – well, I played Guns N' Roses, which is okay. You played Guns N' Roses because it was right next to the Tron Legacy machine. Yeah, that was basically And it. Jay wouldn't leave it. So you're like, well, I'm just going to play the the obnoxious super, Guns N' Roses machine. Super annoying, which you shoot the ball with a gun. Yeah. And you don't have you don't pull back Rose the is the other one. Yeah. It's literally a gun and rose. It's so funny. Yeah. Um but I, I really enjoy the arc the pinballs that are a little bit more creative. Like the Tron one's really creative, but but where there's a lot of mechanics going around. So like if you hit this switch and this thing moves and it opens up a new part of it and and I love multi ball, but mm-hmm. it's the chaos, but then it also uh you know, like a lot of times I feel like cheated. Yeah, like you can't always get the ball, which is just how pinball goes. But yeah, I, I do enjoy pinball to an extent. Yeah, I've uh, I've never found the machine that where I was like, yes, yeah, this is finally like maybe there's one out there that I just it will click with me, but I just don't. I never give them a chance. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. They've got this. I don't care. Maybe because it's the same thing essentially every time. Yeah. But just a different skin. But I mean, obviously, we heard from Grim earlier that he loves the Tron Legacy machine. He does love the Tron like, he Legacy. Was, he was he was legitimately on that machine pretty much the entire time we were there. Uh, a good a, a good amount of time. Yeah. Like if we were there for four or well, no, we were there from seven to ten. He was probably on it from like seven thirty to nine thirty. Probably, <laughs> probably. A good, good chunk of his time was spent. It on there. was a good chunk, and but we did get to play some games together, which was nice too. Yeah. So. Uh, Sarah actually got to play. She played a lot of the Game of Thrones machine, the yep. pinball machine. Um, and I just watching her play. She got pretty into it, and it kind of makes me think like I could find a machine that's out there that I might might get into. And that was the cool thing about pinball pizzas. They had a lot of these limited edition machines, like the Game of Thrones machine, and uh, they had a new Ghostbusters pinball machine, and the the, Star, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek machine. They all had their little tiles on them. Of this was one of seven hundred that were made. I can only oh, imagine cool. how much those machines would cost. Yeah, it's probably a lot of money. I know, like, a low-end, like, nobody cares about it pinball machine is still close to, like, $1,000. Yeah, if you want a decent pinball machine, you're going to be spending money for it. Yeah. And you got to have the space, too. That's the yep. other part. And upkeep and all the yep. other things. So you really want to learn how to It's a huge investment. It. Oh, yeah. So make sure you find the one that's right for you. That's right. Or find one and commit yourself to it. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, or stick with it and you have no choice. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's hear from Sarah and see how uh, her night went for the uh, arcade. For sure. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Tell us about your favorite game that you played tonight. Um, Miss Pac-Man. I spent half of our life savings on it. Okay. And how far did you get? Um, until the little dots didn't make the guys um, be edible, and then they were just eating me alive. Okay. Um, I'm not sure many, why it does that. How so. many Pac-Man Juniors did you have? Um, like three. Three. Three you Pac-Man Juniors. from the game? A stork comes and delivers a tiny Pac-Man. Or Pac-Woman. Okay. I was going to let it get raised, and then it was going to pick its own gender identity at that point. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. So um, Shem, I had three Shems. 
Pack gems, okay. Pack gems? Yeah, pack gems. Um, do you have any favorite arcade memories? Um, when I was little, we would go camping, and uh, this campsite, particular campsite, had a um, washing machine room slash arcade, and my Those brother and I, rooms. yeah, my brother and I would probably play something along the lines of like Mortal Kombat because I think that's the only arcade game that's ever in a campsite washroom. Sounds Com- about right. Combo. Yeah. Probably practice those kinds of activities in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what other types of games popped up. Those are the only ones I remember. Fair enough. Great. Right. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Let's Thanks go for get coming pizza. out. Let's, yeah, let's eat pizza. Buy yeah. the slice. Buy the slice. So yeah, we uh, we got pizza afterwards. We did get Spoiler pizza. It was delicious. Yes. Everyone doubted me. Like, well, why are we going to go to this one place by the slice place? And we bought them out. It was really good. We I did buy them out of pizza, but luckily they were making more. So. Yeah. We got some more pizza, but yeah. it was a great night. Now, I this had was, a lot of fun. This was round two of interviewing Sarah because she thought she was funny. Yeah, maybe we'll tease uh, yeah, tease that one a little bit. Who knows? Maybe it's the end episode of the special for you. Um, but as per usual, we do have some emails. Oh, we do. Yeah. Good, good. Yep. Yeah, so we'll check in with those real quick. Uh, yeah. What's that email that you got there? I've got a couple. Okay. Let's. We, I wanna... have to, we have to switch over to the email section. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. 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 Here we go. Mail call. Get around, everyone. You've got mail. It's not spam. Hello? Mom, get off the phone! <laughs> the Legend of Retro Podcast. All right, so our first email yeah. is uh-huh. from... I think I know where this is going. Jazzy. Oh, And okay. he says, uh, and this is, he, we kind of touched on this, but he says, I remember when I was younger going to the arcade with my buddy each week and seeing how much it would cost for us to beat the latest Time Crisis game. We did this through three total games in the series. It's amazing how much money you would save, and then uh, you know the storyline and where the bad guys were going to pop up. Were there any games that you would go to the arcade specifically just to beat? Surprise. Actual questions. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, I, I don't remember one specifically to try to beat, it, unless it was like a competition with a friend. So mm-hmm. just trying to see how many I could win over that person for that day. Yeah. There wasn't. I didn't particularly stick with a game all the way to completion just because it cost a lot yeah uh, my friend Sean and I used to go up to the Westland Mall Arcade and play House of the Dead oh okay over and like we would just be like hey you want to go play House of the Dead yeah let's go and we would just play through it and like you said there's just eventually points even I got to play with while I was at Galloping Ghost because unfortunately when we were at Pinball Pete's the machine was down yeah but I was at Galloping Ghost and I played and I was like this is all coming back to me like this this enemy's gonna pop up here and it's like almost like when you see in like Movies where the marksman is really good. He's not even looking, but he's shooting and hitting things. It kind of almost gets to that point. Uh, but I love the original House of the Dead. It's it's cheesy. The sound effects are all dumb, but I, I just love it. Oh, yeah. It's a great game. Um, it's a great horror game in that era when horror games were... You're not really sure how much you could do horror-wise or yeah. how much people would like it. So it's super cheesy, terrible voice acting, yep. no story. Yep. Speaking of terrible voice acting, um, and we kind of talk, talked on this a little bit. Uh, the X-Men Arcade. When's the last time you played the X-Men Arcade? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a long while for me. So Sarah and I played through that as well before we kind of got tired because they had a very long day that day. Um, but we got about halfway through that uh, X-Men Arcade game, and Magneto comes like two or three levels in, Yeah. and he pops up, and he just kind of like has his, his arms and out. He's, he's got his force field up and everything, and he says something to your characters. Do you happen to know what that thing is? Um, you will die. Close. He goes, 
welcome to die. And then (laughs) (laughs) throws like bolts of energy at you and you drop down. And then shortly after that, you fight Wendigo. Do you remember Wendigo? Yeah, I know Wendigo. He just jumps out and goes, Wendigo. That's all he (laughs) says. He's like a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you know the story behind Wendigos? Do you know what they really are? Um, I did it one time, but I can't remember now. They're frightening. Yeah, I, it's essentially cannibalism. Okay, it's it's people who it's a, the original story of a Wendigo was like a, a group of people went on a trip or tra- traveling through the woods or in the Alps or something like that, and they got lost and they were starving to death. And it's like the sin of eating another person turns you into a Wendigo. Nice, turns it's, you into a Wendigo. Wendigo. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Bad oh, voice man. lines in that X Men arcade, like Colossus when he uses his power, he just always goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and that's that sound is just perma- like is it burned in your head? Back your when memory? Wonderland, like before Fye opened, before they did their whole yeah. like remodel, they had that arcade back behind the food court, uh-huh. and they had the X Men machine there with all you know all six controls, the t- the double TVs, and I would remember like sitting there eating my Taco Bell and hearing, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, someone's playing X Men. I should go play with them." Oh, but uh, yeah, so just welcome to die. Welcome to die. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or the old altar beast. Welcome to your doom. Welcome. To like some you. of those old games just had some of the, the super cheesy. the best lines. Super cheesy. Well, thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy, for the question. We also have another question. Uh-huh. From Poolovision. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, "I remember consistently going back to beat X Men, Turtles in Time, and the Simpsons games." Though the most amazing arcade game for me was when I saw the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 cabinet and I could play as Mega Man, Ryu, and Wolverine at the same time. Also, I always wanted to find Hydra Thunder, the boat racing game. But I guess it's not really a question as much as a comment, but we'll still take it. Yeah, thank you, Pool Vision. Thank you, Pool I love Marvel vs. Capcom games. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 specifically because of all the characters. Yeah, I love the characters. I, I sort of fell out because they're much more of a like hectic like combo-based fighting yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Where it's all about knocking the opponent in the air and seeing how many times you can hit them. And yep. that's, that style of fighting game doesn't do it for me. If it was more the traditional Street Fighter style, I'd probably get way more into it. Um, but it's just, I, I can't adapt to that. It's too fast-paced for me. Yeah. So, But I do, I used to go and play it all the time. Um, but I just I just kind of fell out it's of called it. called Juggling, right? Yeah, Juggling. Yeah. I'm terrible at it too, but I always liked playing as Mega Man. It was just a lot yeah. of fun. I remember playing uh, the original Marvel vs. Capcom and just all the noises he would make and then turn into like Hyper Mega Man. Yep. The little beat, uh, beat plane that yep. he would bring out. And then you could play his role in the second one in Tron Bon. Yeah. Good time. That's a good and excellent roster it, of characters. The, the thing with those games is that it wasn't just like the fun aspect of like cool playing and a cool fighting game, it was the, the overall. Th- like feeling of these cool Capcom characters because they felt unique and yeah. they feel like they just put them in a game and then it was that was it. It felt a little bit more yeah than, than a, your typical fighting game. And the cool thing about Marvel vs. Capcom two was all the really obscure Capcom characters yes. like BB Hood and all the other ones really, you don't even know about. Yeah, just like what is this guy from? Like, yep. and it was just from some random arcade machine that they made that you totally Strider, forgot I think about. Was in there. Strider was in there. Um, Hayabusa, I uh-huh. believe, was his name. Uh, Jin. Yep. Uh, just characters from rival schools and just, just all the other random arcade games that Capcom used to make all the time. Right, you, you don't no realize are. you don't realize how many games all the made. Darkstalkers characters. Yep. That's a bummer that they don't they don't keep doing that. I know. Um, Lame. And then the only other question we have, of course, is how dare you? Oh, thank you. Would you were I, expecting? I, I was wondering it. when that was going to happen. Thank yep. you, Sarah. How, how, da- how dare, dare you? you? How dare you? 
how dare we be done with this season this is it this is the end of the season yep thank you to everybody who's listened and participated and everyone who came out to the event we yeah. really appreciate all your support and we had a lot of fun doing this this season. Yeah, uh, we're never doing it again, but it's great. That's oh wait, well, we are doing. Uh, oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, we already told them we're doing two more episodes. Oh, did we? Yeah. I don't remember. So we have in roughly two to three weeks from the time that this airs, we will have a special episode to keep you, uh, you know, all satisfied. Satisfied through the first of the two major holidays of this season, and by major, I mean the ones that everybody. Just the general populace. Um, you're talking about Boxing Day? Yep. And Australia Day. There you go. Yep. So get you right through Australia Day with our Pokemon episode. Yeah. Because Pokemon Sun and Moon comes out. That's right. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be topical. We're gonna be relevant. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh we got some guests lined up. It'll be exciting. You know what else is gonna be exciting? What? Is if you're listening, yeah. you can get a chance to win a copy <sighs> of the new Pokemon Sun and or rather, sun or moon, your oh, choice. No way, really? Yup, I knew about this. Well, yeah, well, I, we've been talking surprise. about it for a while. Yeah, we have. Uh, so we're going head to head. Chops and I are gonna we're gonna design some games. We're gonna have our guests run them and kind of come up with all the the rules and nuances of them. And we're gonna see who's the true Pokemon master here. Yeah, we're so if you go to Facebook.com, uh, it's a website. It is a website. And uh, look up Motor City Gaming. Uh, you'll find some more details on there, or just go to MotorCityGaming.com. Check us out on social media through uh, Twitter and all those other fun sites. Uh, for more information, you can enter in, and what we're going to do is we're going to draw two winners. And by two winners, we mean two representatives. Yeah, so so essentially we're competing for you. Yeah, so, so the first person will be represented by myself and, and the second then, person by Chops, or vice versa. We'll yeah. switch it up. Who knows? But essentially we're going to take all the people who want to be uh, – Considered into this, and then yep. we'll draw from that list, and hopefully we do you well. It's a trial by combat. I will be the champion for one of you. Chops will be the champion for the other. And whoever wins between Chops and myself lives lives and wins a copy of the game oh, for yeah. the person they're yeah. representing. That's more importantly, you get a free copy of the game. Yeah. So make sure you go on to MotorCityGaming.com and look up the information. Get your entries in. Um, so that way we can get a chance to win a copy of the game. Yeah, you'll be seeing it on all our social media sites, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, gaming in Detroit, mm-hmm. MotorCityGaming.com. You're going to find out all that information there so you can figure out how you can be part of this great Pokemon episode that will be coming out. Mm-hmm. As well as uh, Boxing Day. Boxing Day. We will be having a special episode coming out for Christmas times. Christmas Good old time. Xmas. Christmas We've got a very specific game that we're going to go out and try to procure. We gotta try to get this still. If we can't, then we're just. I mean, I hate to let you something. down. We're gonna come up with some sort of yes. crooked, illegal way to do it. Correct. But we're gonna. But try it's to the get most it. appropriate game for Christmas. It is. And if it, you want to know what it is, you're just gonna have to tune in. We're to, not yeah. gonna tell you. It's something that's near and dear to our hearts. I yep. think that is is very uh, uh, emblematic emblematic of Christmas and represents the holiday spirit. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I hear Christmas, I think of this. I think of that before I think of Christmas. Yeah. I think of. Oh, it's come time to do this thing. Yeah. Oh, and it's also Christmas time. Yeah. Yes. There's there's Christmas songs, and then there are this thing, this thing. Are songs. This thing that's May song or not yeah. be song. I just said that in a sentence. Yep. Yep. So Perfect. stay tuned for that. 
And uh, here's a little teaser of what we're going to do for season two. Season two. Season two is probably going to be another 10 episodes or so. Who knows? We might talk about some Mega Man. We might talk about Final Fantasy. We might even talk about Castlevania. Did you know there's a Castlevania arcade game? No. Yeah. What? Yep. Played it at Gary. I saw it at Galloping Ghost. I didn't get a chance to play it. Weird. I got pictures, though. Maybe we'll It looked talk- like the original Castlevania game, but just an arcade version. Maybe we'll even talk about Kung Fu some more. Ooh, Kung I Fu. Hope. Or Robo Pit, Robo which is the game Pit. I want you to play. So we might get to play Robo Pit. Never playing Robo Pit. I you just kidding. No. I actually I looked specifically through all the machines there to see if they had a Robo Pit machine. I, I highly doubt there'd yeah. be a Robo Pit arcade. But if there was, like if there was, you would have to. You would have you would have come out that night. I would I would have sent a picture through the group chat and you would have been there. I would have been there and even if they were closed, I would have broken in and played yep. it. That's only a five hour drive. Oh god! Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have driven. No, no, no. I definitely would not have. No, driven it's, there. it's uh, yeah, it's about four and a half hours. It still would not. Yeah, no. It's really too bad that it was. Man, Robo Pit Arcade yeah. would be so sweet. We we went that night because it was the night that Cubs won their their the Cubbies. Pennant. Yeah, the Cubbies. So we're like, there's no way we're going to be in downtown Chicago when no, this happens. No, get out while you can. So that's what we did. So yeah, season two coming soon uh, in 2017. We don't know the launch date yet, but as soon as we know, you'll know exactly. And, and stay we'll tuned. If there's the a, if there's a type of topic you want to tell us to do, by all yeah, means, we, jump on the forums. We've been recommended. Com. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, we what we get recommended by we got Tony, recommended right? by Tony and Retro Mike to play Legend of Kage. Yep. as a retro relapse game. We didn't have one this week because of the whole all season. of our games are the whole game was retro. retro yep. So uh, if you have any suggestions, you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Send us a message. Send us an email at uh, Legend of Retro. Is it info at Legend of Retro That's correct. And we will take all your comments and questions into consideration and yep. see what we can find. You know, as long as it's not a super expensive game and we have the ability to get to it, we'll pl- uh, we'll try to play it. Yep. And let's be honest, season one, it was all right. It was all right. Season, season one was two. all right. Season could have been two. so much better. And how could it have been better? We want to know. You let, let us, us know. know. Yeah. Tell us some things that we could be doing different. Things that you think we're doing great. Things that we could improve on. Help us make us this the best show. For you. For you and us. Yes. Mostly us. Well, mostly them, I mostly think. You. Mostly you. Mostly them. Find you. Yeah. Quit being selfish there. I can't help it. Whatever. We also want to thank our sponsor, Detroit yep. Beard Collective, who has sponsored us this whole season and the GameZilla podcast. Yes. So thank you, Detroit Beard Collective. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and use that offer code at the beginning of the episode and save MC 20% gaming. off at uh, orders $25 or more. Yep. And yes, listen to the GameZilla podcast. The, game, every... the show that was too awesome that it had to be split into two shows. That's right. Every Tuesday, it comes out for you to listen to all the greatest news and info of the games that you play today. That didn't rhyme. It didn't. I was going to be really impressed. I, I, I almost had it, but yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a more recent video game podcast with your hosts Grim and Jazzy and producer Ethan, the Dead Eye mm-hmm. Knight. And last uh, episode or a couple episodes ago, they had a great interview on there with two models, one controller. Yep. Right. Two, I think it was one. Two models, one controller, yes. Yeah. And they were really great. It was an awesome interview. So go on and check them out. Check out the episodes. Download them iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to uh, podcasts. Yep. Rate, review. Let us know how do you think of the shows. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure, for sure dear. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for season one. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's about it. Yeah. So thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll we'll you know hit you up the next one, the Pokemon special episode. Yep. So get ready for that. And again, enter in for your chance to win. Yes. Yes. And if you have any recommendations for games that we can do to balance or to for chops and I to throw down on, yeah, let us know any suggestions. We want to hear them for sure. All right, everyone. So thanks for listening, and we'll we'll see you you next time when when the the legend continues. continues. To speak into the mic. We're we're recording now. So we are here with Sarah, and we have a couple questions for you. Uh First off, how dare you? Okay, makes sense. Um, Second, uh, what was your favorite game that you played tonight? Um, I played the Star Trek pinball game because I just really liked it a lot. Was it the Star Trek or the Game of Thrones? Okay. Yep. Okay. Game of Thrones, pinball no, game. No, it's Star Trek. Okay, well, you did play the Star, Star Trek? Because I liked it a lot. Okay. Not Miss Pac-Man, that was <laughs> not your jam. And then asking me about my memory. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite arcade memory? <laughs> Have you been drinking? No. When I was little, uh, my friend and I would come here and play the shooter games, and then we would come back the week later and try to spend less quarters on the game. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Sounds That's, familiar. That sounds real familiar. How dare you? How dare oh. you? This, dare this you. interview's over. You're going to redo mine. <laughs>